Tim Coyman is here this week. Tim is a pastor at Delvin CRC, and, and Tim's been on, everybody I have on lately has been on the second, third, fourth, fifth time, and it's starting to become a nuisance. Uh, <laughs> but but I'm working on introducing people to some some other lay leaders and and, and, and more from Delvin to come. Uh, but Tim, Tim and I have been talking about uh, this discipleship uh, stuff that's kind of growing out of Delvin CRC, and Tim just wanted to give you an opportunity to share about that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's good to be back. <laughs> and then I just want to say I appreciate you, Zach, for doing all this with the Wisconsin Weekly and the newsletter and all that. I think it's an awesome thing. So thanks for doing that. And you as well with, with the prayer stuff. We've been getting better oh, yeah. at that at Usberg, at, at doing that weekly. And yeah, it's just a nice way to be thinking of one another more often. So. Yep. Absolutely, for sure. Um, yeah, as far as discipleship, um, I, you know, for me, it's a story going back a long time. I remember actually when I was in seminary, uh, getting towards the end of seminary back in 2015, I actually wrote a bunch of stuff down just about discipleship and what does that look like. And um, the thought in my brain then was in churches, we always tell people to read the Bible and how to pray. Um but do we actually teach people how to do that? Um, it's modeled very well. You know, sure. hopefully it's being modeled from the pulpit as you pray and work through a passage and all those things. Um, but do we actually disciple people through that process? And so anyway, then just thinking about the ministry of Jesus and what was his method. And he picked 12 men that he walked with for three years and just poured into them um, and raised them up, empowered them. Uh, and obviously Pentecost had a huge impact on that coming to fruition and the Spirit's empowerment. Um, and so anyway, all that kind of just led me, kind of a short part of all this is, um, I suppose about three years ago, I got hooked up with 222 Discipleship, uh, which is uh, started by Scott Vanderplug, who's a CRC pastor in Florida. Um, and part of his story was someone had challenged him at some point to evangelize one new person a day for the rest of his life. Whoa. And he felt like he had the gifts of evangelism and he was pretty young and passionate about it. <laughs> and so he started trying. And But what he soon found out was um, he'd feel guilty if he didn't evangelize someone that day. Um, and even if someone responded, he'd be like, well, good luck, you know, we'll see you later. And he's like, it just didn't feel like the right way to go about things. And so he started thinking about, you know, what does it mean to raise up actual disciples of Jesus? And so he started this program, and I don't know the entire story, but um, of evangel discipling someone, one-on-one uh, -on -one discipleship, meet every week for a year about um, digging into different things. And actually, over the long run, if he, he does this whole math thing where if you evangelize someone every single day, for 20 years, and I don't remember the number off the top of my head. You can do the math if you want. Um, I'm not quick enough in my brain to do that, but it's, you know, several thousand people, sure. uh, which would be 
phenomenal if several thousand people came to know Christ. Um, but they would probably be just baby Christians who don't know the faith. Um, whereas if if you disciple two people for a year, and then after that year, they are mature, self-feeding Christians who are able to disciple other people. Then in year two, they disciple two, and they disciple two, and then I disciple two more. And then it just grows exponentially. And at the end of it, again, they're mature, self-feeding Christians who are able to disciple others. And if you carry that math out to 20 years, that's over like 2 billion people, potentially. So it's like within 20 years of that, we could disciple, you know, a third of the globe um, where it would be mature, self-feeding Christians who are able to disciple others. Um, so anyway, I got plugged in with 222 and Scott and um, really enjoyed that concept and so started doing that here at Delavan. Um, kind of made it my own. I think on their website they have 23 lessons that step you through the gospel message, really. Uh, you spend 23 weeks in what is the gospel, just the sin, salvation, service, um, very much takes the Heidelberg Catechism route of the misery, deliverance, gratitude path. Um, but then on top of that, I've added on, um, typically we go through Louis Burkhoff's summary of Christian doctrine to get a little systematic theology tacked on there. Um, and we'll step through, typically it ends up being Ephesians, um, but just modeling with the person of how to be in Scripture, um, how to interpret Scripture, how to apply Scripture. Um, and so it's it's been a great thing. I have to look here if I got one laying here. We actually um, produced these bookmarks, if you can see that. Um, on one side, it's uh, two reflection methods and one study method for Scripture. Cool. And so I'll model this with people. Um, when we're going through Ephesians, we'll just rotate between these things. Um, and on the back side is eight different ways to pray. Um, and we printed all these out. We have this. This is a larger version. We have a smaller version also. Um, but we have different Bible reading plans, just trying to empower people to be in Scripture by themselves and grow. Um so anyway, now with the 222 discipleship, we're into, uh, I think, the third generation now. The the people that I discipled um, are now discipling others, and I'm discipling. And so it's, it's cool now to be two, two to three years mm. down the road and starting to see some of that mm. come to fruition. Um, and I've intentionally focused inside the church in Delavan CRC. Um, but it's definitely meant to be an outreach ministry of uh, evangelistic ministry, um, which I think Scott, they've seen some of that in Florida. The church he pastors, when he started there, I think they were down to about 50 people um, and looking at potentially closing and started other things, obviously, but this was a big piece of it. And now it's, yeah, a very large CRC. Um, so, so anyway, I'm just 
it's something that, again, the Lord's had on my heart for close to a decade already. It's actually one of the things that led me to seminary is to see the church be a place where disciples of Jesus Christ are actually raised up and empowered and sent out instead of just pew sitters on Sunday and throw some money in the offering plate, which are two very good things and important pieces of the Christian life. But um, yeah, so I guess that's the the short of it, I guess. But I'm, I don't know, it's been such a gift to me and um, just excited to see where the Lord takes it, I guess. Yeah, I was going to follow up and ask if you had kind of had intention of, of keeping it in Delavan CRC, and you sort of answered that for yourself, but have, have the people you've discipled kind of taken that outside the walls of, of Delavan CRC? Yeah, well, there's one guy I'm discipling right now that um, he actually has a guy that works for him that he's praying praying through about asking him yeah. if he'd be interested. So, because he's he's a non-believer, mm. but but he's questioning a lot of things. He asks a lot of questions, and he's curious. So, um, so he's one that might actually, you know, take it outside our church walls, even to someone who's not a believer yeah. yet. So, and that's the exact yeah. scenario that I imagine off the top of my head. Right, is a coworker, uh, yeah, may, maybe a family member. Um, uh, that that's that's really excellent. Uh, how yeah. have you did you did you try and start with maybe a more mature believer like like maybe a couple of elders uh, be, because you knew yeah. that duplica- duplication would happen a little bit easier or or did you kind of start from from ground zero? Yeah, I um for me I've been starting with people that I know are very mature believers yeah. in their faith. And so the first guy I asked was one of our elders at the time. He's not an elder currently, but sure. he served as president of the council before, you know. Um, so far, everyone that I've asked, I've known is someone who's very solid, very mature in their faith, intentionally trying to build up that base of people that I'm confident will yeah. take care and who are just really solid Christians, you know, so yeah, um, but yeah, my hope is to get more evangelistic and sure. some of that as we go. I've heard of Lead Two Twenty Two before. Is that the name of it? Lead Two Twenty Two. Yeah, Two Two Twenty Two Discipleship. Yeah, it's from Second Timothy Two Verse Two is where the Two Twenty Two comes from, which is Paul talking to Timothy, and he says. The things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be able to teach others. So just within that verse, there's four generations of discipleship where Paul discipled Timothy, and he's challenging Timothy to disciple others who will then be able to teach others. others. Right. Yeah. So So that's where the 222 comes from. If uh, Usberg CRC or or whoever else watching, all six of us... uh, wanted to participate in something like this, where where would you send me for information? Um, well, you could just come, just talk to me directly. It's, um, would have to find someone in the 222 program that's willing to disciple you and mm-hmm. able to disciple you. Because um, the ministry is very much set up, like it's not an education-based thing where there's training or anything. It's like, the way in is to be discipled for a year by someone. Um, 
and so could talk to me. I I know some of the the people that are Brian Bosher is another name that maybe some people have heard of. He's kind of one of the guys helping lead it. And he's got connections to other people that are willing to disciple others, even if it's via Zoom or Skype or whatever. Um, but yeah, I have a couple, you know, even some of our own people that would maybe be willing to disciple others if they're interested or if they feel the Lord leading them in that way. So, um, but yeah, they could contact me, um, could reach out and I could plug them in with Brian or with Scott or whoever, but uh, cool. yeah. That's, that's really, uh, really a neat thing. What else is going on at, at Delvin CRC worth, worth sharing to the masses? Yeah. Um, well, we just kind of along the same lines of discipleship, several, I don't remember exactly. I think it was two, two to three years ago, we actually adopted a mission statement for the entire church, an amended mission statement, but just that Delvin and CRC exists in the sovereign grace of Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit to gain and grow disciples of Jesus Christ for his glory. And so we're actually, all of our ministries, that's become the focus. So like even all of our youth ministries of um, high school youth group and middle school, like that's the mission is to gain and grow disciples of Jesus. Um, we started a small group ministry last fall. Um, again, that's the same mission is that small group ministry actually very intentionally kind of uses this bookmark hmm. um, to be in scripture, like they're scripture based um, small groups. Um, but as a place, entry points into the church, you know, a place to invite friends and invite neighbors to. Um, but it's very, um, yeah, discipleship oriented and empowering people to grow in their faith relationally in community in that way. Um, most of our groups, I think I send out sermon discussion questions. It actually text. I try to intentionally make them not sermon discussion questions, but text. This So it's the sermon text. I'm asking questions about the text, not about the sermon itself. Um, yeah. So, but most, most so of our not, groups. Do. What did Pastor Tim say about it's just right. just look at the word. Right. Forget Pastor Tim for a second. Look at the word yeah. and, and do your own exegesis, which is right. discipleship again. Yeah, it's excellent. I hadn't thought about that. Right. Yeah. And that was a gift to me by someone else. I don't even remember where that came from, but someone made that comment and it's like, you know, that's right. I want them in the word. Yep. Um, and yeah, hopefully the the sermon, I mean, obviously is the word of the Lord as well, right. if course, done yeah. faithfully. Um, but but yeah, you're just asking your people is, to be right. exegeters. Yeah. Go back to the text itself yeah. and read it two or three times again. Yeah. And get back in that text. Now that you've heard this sermon, dig into that text. Yeah. And, yeah. How else so, can we be praying for you or for the church? Um, I guess just praying that those things continue yeah. to follow the Lord's will, you know, and just, um, I've grown to trust God's sovereignty more and more all the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, but also just knowing that anytime there's good things happening, I mean, we're, we have our own challenges just like any church does. And, um, but just protection from the attacks of Satan and 
um, the things that seek to distract us of what our mission actually is and what the Lord has called us to be. But um, yeah, just prayers that we stay faithful, um, raising up disciples of Jesus and doing it all for the glory of Christ. So um, yeah, that'd be great if people could pray for us that way. So I don't know when you guys are on next in the prayer rotation, uh, but we'll, we'll um, pray for, for these things in the meantime. Actually, the prayer rotation might be coming to an end soon. Yeah, it we is. Got like this I month. have to, I have to get a new calendar out there. Because um, I, th I think, is it not this Sunday, but next Sunday, I think we're praying for just Classes Wisconsin yeah. as a whole. Yeah. I think that's the last one on the calendar. So, Which would have worked nicely with the Classes meeting, which was supposed to be next Tuesday, right. but is not right. anymore. So. Right. Yep. So I'll get a new calendar put together and get it out there. Well, I'll hold you to it. There'd be a lot of, I know, I know of a lot of churches around the classes that are using those week to week. So, uh, it will be missed if it's not, not up to yeah. date. Appreciate what yeah. you're doing, Tim. Thanks yeah. Your time. You too, Zach. Thank you.